Hello. And welcome to Don't Evolve Me. We have Brandon here. Hello, Brandon. Hello. I don't, I don't know what I'm going for. I was just like, thought I'd go with a cool <laughs> intro. I thought about doing like the whole um, exposition. Wooden dialogue. This is the Netflix avatar and like something like that. But I'm like, no, that's like a horrible way to like go into it. Yeah. I think we, we kind of did something similar to that last time, didn't we? We did. So I'm like, <laughs> you know what? We're just, I'm just going to give you some of my favorite IRO quotes. Okay. And that's right. what I was doing. That's what I made you wait five minutes for. All right, let's hear it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited. The key to wisdom. Wait, hold on. I'm going to redo this. <laughs> the key to wisdom and tea is proper aging. Mm-hmm. There is a simple honor in poverty. Mm-hmm. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. It's time for you to look inward and start asking yourself the big questions. Who are you and what do you want? This is what actually one of my favorites. Sharing tea with a fascinating stranger is one of life's true delights. Yeah, I do like that one. While, while it is always great to believe in oneself, a little help from others can be a great blessing. Pride is not the opposite of shame, but its source. True humility. Humility is the only antidote to shame. I was never angry with you. I was sad because I was afraid you lost your way. And yeah. Let's cue the music. Takes. Hello, and welcome to Don't Evolve Me, the place like Ash, Kushner, Pikachu, you don't evolve, we just level up. Brandon, hello. Hello, hello. How are you? Um, I'm doing well. How are you doing on this fine doing Monday good. evening? Doing great. You ready for some fresh takes? Yes. Fresh takes! <laughs> Get your fresh takes here! <laughs> ready to give some... Uh, Wonderful fresh takes, Brandon. I'm, uh, so for the audience, we did not talk really about Avatar yet. Me and Brandon are freshly going into this. Mm. We have, we did not share any knowledge except for the fact that I called it polarizing, and you were like, "I've watched half an episode, and I understand why." And that's yeah. it. <laughs> that's all we shared. So I, but you know what? I I feel like. You're with me already. I, I just have a feeling that me and you are already on the same page with this one. I could, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't share yet. Don't share. I won't, I won't, I won't. Keep my, keep my, my tongue. Watch. I'm going to be completely like sideswiped <laughs> here. And you're going to be like, ah, my true opinion. I'm like, oh, it's opposite. What I got. All right. Let's get into the not avatar stuff. What are you nerding out on? Brandon. Uh, One Piece. (laughs) You know. 725. God damn, dude. (laughs) I started in September. I was at like 400 something. Or no, I think I was at 300 something in December. 
and you're like, nah, I'm not going to start it. You're like making fun of me. I, I'm pretty mm. sure I have you recorded making fun of me multiple oh, I'm times. Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. And and what episode are you on now? Starting uh, in December? 25. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. month is this? Uh, February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. We're doing One Piece next week. Yeah, Two oh, yeah, weeks I'm from hyped. recording. I'm hyped. I'm hyped for it too. Um, I actually can't really say One Piece for this. I watched one episode. I'm at 539. Oh, like you're, you're still, you're still making progress. Yeah. Still making yeah, progress. we are. I can't really say I've been doing that since like my last recording because I've been mostly all about Avatar lately. Mm. And the next thing on the list, Baldur's Gate. And it's, it's, it's funny because I put Baldur's Gate and on the text I put, I'm trying dot dot dot. Because <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I'm always trying to get into it, but like I don't have a desk set up for the game. I have it in the living room, so it's like hard to like get comfortable to play it because you have to like sit down and pay attention. And mm. by the time I actually have time to play it with like the kids are gone, you know, the wife's asleep, like I'm exhausted. I can't think. Mm. You know, like I'll like walk into a situation, get my ass kicked, and I'm like, I don't know how to beat this, and I don't want to think about like how I'm gonna get through. And I like I don't know, I like the game. It's so hard as a parent. So yeah. hard. I can I can see that. It's definitely not the the most casual game. Like it's it is and it isn't at the same mm. time. Like it is it's... in the sense that you can kind of do whatever you want and kind of take your time. Yeah. But you do still need to have like some understanding or like a, a, a well versed, you know, knowledge of the rules and like how the combat works and understanding what fights you can win and when you can't win and what type of things mm-hmm. you can do to take advantage of them. And it's a lot of trial and error, really. It really is, which just takes time, which is I will say, the thing you don't have. No, I, I don't have time. Yeah. Um, I will say, I have time to watch One Piece. I just don't have time to like actually get into uh, a well-thought-out like, game. Speaking of not well-thought-out games, the other thing I've been playing is Pokemon Violet, the DLC. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's all right. I, I talked about this DLC a little for Pokemon games. They they did. With, the uh, I believe. Um no, they did with uh Sword and Shield. They made a couple oh. and that those DLCs are like fine. They were kind of cool because they had a different Pokemon. And this one adds different Pokemon, it adds a whole different region that's like inland, like it's locked inland. It's like one giant mountain and it's all 3D. And it's it's a fine, fine DLC. It's just I don't know, more or less the same. As the mm. regular version, and that game just doesn't look great um, mechanically. Like I, I go from playing Arceus, which is actually like a really fun game to play, to uh, Scarlet and Violet, which is like I feel like less than mm. like at least like the overworld. Like it just feels very blah. There's like yeah. there's a whole world Bland. you can explore, but I'm like, there's not like I don't care to explore this world. It's just a bunch of like blocky looking like mountains. Yep. Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. So the DLC is like more or less the same. It, um, the character in there, like there's like this male character who like, I'm pretty sure just has a crush on my character because he's always wanting <laughs> to be around me. And I'm like, I just, I'm just getting vibes here, <laughs> you know? And, mm. and like the funny thing is, is like his other, like his older sister is all like, yeah, let's hang out too. Let's take time away from this guy. It's like, this is just a weird dynamic. I'm not really interested in either of you. Just trying, like, just trying to catch some Pokemon, yo. <laughs> like, I'm 10. 
I just want yeah. to catch <laughs> Trying to be the best in the world. Also, just the fact that you can, like, ride uh, the legendary, like, cover art Pokemon is just weird because, like, no one reacts to it. Like, hey, there's this brand new Pokemon that looks like a freaking robot, but, you know, I'm not going to react to it because that's normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just it, weird. Yeah. Pokemon is uh, a game series that has long since been outdated and well needed to be revamped. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping Power World changes that. Um, the yep. last last little bit I am nerding out is just Avatar in general. I've just been all about the Avatar, uh, rewatching the new show for the pod. Now we're on to book two, you know, watching the whole Netflix show. Like, yeah, it's just been a good Avatar weekend. Mm-hmm. Did you watch all of book two? Uh, not yet. I think we're in the middle of it. Um, they just got in the uh, bossing set. So okay. you, you still got time, Brandon. I don't yeah, know yeah. when we're going to do this. Oh, I can. Because I feel you, like. You, you worried about me not making it? Have I ever not made it? I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I feel like I'm the one who should worry about myself because, like, I have kids and, like, full-time job and kids and other, like, podcasts of, like, a long list of things I have to watch. Mm. Like, yeah, it's a. Uh, I like when someone's like, hey, we should do an episode with these movies. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like shit wait no hold on yeah i gotta spend two days watching all those movies <laughs> i gotta watch all this i don't know when i'm gonna watch it plus i don't even want to watch it i want to watch one piece yeah yeah oh yeah that's where i'm at that's where i'm at all right yeah. should we get into the news more news let's get into the no this the news okay okay all right, oh, let's right. Do it. it's time for a news quickie but i'm gonna do it anyway all right news (laughs) superman legacy cast photo was released and a couple things the note i wish i like could control this and i can just like bring it up for like the youtube audience to go but the superman logo was leaked and it's the kingdom come superman logo i think i remember hearing something about that the fat s logo okay Definitely different. Yeah, Google it real quick. Everyone listening, Google it. I'm not doing the work for you. I should be probably <laughs> doing the work oh, for okay. you. At least yeah, not... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it, is it uh, black and red? I think so. Interesting. The other interesting bit, because like they had like the entire cast there, so there was... um. You know, obviously, I forget who the like, actors are in this movie, but like... um. Like I'm like Anthony Cargigan was in there, and I'm like, oh, that's a like I knew he was in the movie, but it's like so weird to like see him in it because he's like, I fi- I thought his character would be minor. Nathan Fillion's in it, uh, the Superman actor is in it. But the big thing I want to point out is, um, I think it's Nicholas Holt. I might be saying it wrong. The guy who plays Lex Luthor, he's bald. Oh. We can confirm, Lex Luthor is bald. I know this shouldn't be news. <laughs> but i feel like every time we have like anything lex luther based like the idea that he might have hair infuriates fans yeah so like is... i just i mean the the smallville thing that's not canon is it like that smallville? he lost his hair no. yeah to like radiation or whatever like he just chooses are, to are, be bald, right are you asking that if 
Smallville canon? Well, you know, uh, some of it comes from places. Who knows? Maybe in some random comic book someplace. They have a flashback of Lex losing his hair as a kid due to radiation or something. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like we have to look that up. I don't know. Is that I? I don't know. I do not know if Lex Luthor is like canonically bald due to some form of like hair loss, or if it's just a choice. I don't know. You got you got any things for uh, us? Apparently, in some stories, it was like burned away in a lab accident. Okay, but it's also been kind of like retconned at this point, so I guess they could really go either way. <laughs> yeah, that's that was kind of my thought books. on that. Yeah, classic comic book. He's just bald, guys. Just just take it or leave it. Don't ask yeah. why. Yeah, we don't need an origin story for Luke like his hair loss. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Right. We, right. We, we've right. already got three or four of those stories at some point in the comics because comics tell every story, but like we we don't need it. All right, let's moving on. The boys got a release date. Hmm. June 13th. Oh, yeah. June 13th, baby. Hey, did I not call it? Uh, Yeah. I I said mid-June, right? Like around Uh, mid-June. This is pretty mid-June. I mean, June 12th is almost pretty close to exactly mid-June. Did I say say June 12th? Or what did you say? I don't know. I just said (laughs) mid-June. No, I said sometime in June. I meant, but it is June 12th. That's what you said, right? June 13th. 13th. Okay. I was close. Yeah. Um, in the promotion page, they had like Homelander and I forget the lady's name. Um, Victoria Newman. I believe that's her oh, name. The chick that blows Yeah. Yes. Yes. That chick. Uh, those two are together and he's, they're like waving to the audience with like, I'm like, oh, is this Homelander for president? She's the vice president or vice versa? Because I feel like this is kind of what we're going for. Or they're going against each other. Yeah. That'd she be was, interesting. Yeah, like politically, she was always uh, like against the soups, wasn't she? Like the mm, yeah. Like I don't the know if she's actually. Like, well, yeah, I think so. Because, well, not like yeah, because people don't even know she has powers. She's like oh, in the closet about the fact that she's a soup to begin with. She's got she's got powers. Um, she also has the virus that can oh, kill yeah. all the soups. That's right. That's right. So I think she's yeah, going. I, I think. I think the rumor is she's going for vice president and somebody else is going for president. I'm not sure. We'll see. June 13th, we'll people. I'm hyped. All right. A couple more news. The Fairly Odd Parents coming out with a new series called New Wish with no Timmy Turner. Oh. It's going to follow Cosmo and Wanda and a new, a new child called Hope. Because that's that that's is a great name to name a kid. Yeah. Uh, is it a cartoon on Nickelodeon? Um, it's on some platform, probably Paramount. Okay, probably cartoon though. All right, I think yes, yes. Okay, interesting. All right, more news. Harry Potter, the TV show, it's coming out twenty twenty six. People on HBO Max. They're making a TV show of Harry Potter. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Is it just like like straight up retelling of the story of Harry Potter? I think it's going to be more accurate telling of Harry Potter. Like more like of the books. Each, yeah, like each season's gonna be like a book right okay. instead of a movie. So like I, I think like I think Harry Potter in this uh fashion fits more. I feel like you yeah. can tell a better story. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not a huge 
not a huge Harry Potter guy. I know there's a couple people who are like, hey, stay to review Harry Potter. I'm like, I watched the first two movies and got super bored and stopped trying to yeah. watch it. I read I read the first couple of books when I was a kid. When I was really young. Oh, I, I didn't even make a I, book series. I made it through 50 pages and stopped. I only did it because <laughs> my mom wanted me to. She's like, I'll take you to the movies. I'm like, cool. I didn't um, wasn't yeah, interested. I didn't like reading as a kid until like I was a tenth grader. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I ever really liked reading either, but I did do it on occasion. Sometimes I get sucked in. Comic books, as you can, you guys can tell in the background. Mm. All right, last bit of news: Borderlands, the movie, released its trailer. Brandon, what, what was your thoughts? Uh, once again, it's one of those trailers that I feel like. Oh. All right, I guess we're uh, we're back. My whole thing was just like, "Fuck you, Jake. We're done. Well, it's over. We, you, you don't get to tell your avatar opinion at all." <laughs> fuck you. Brandon, fuck your Borderlands opinion. Yeah, yeah, apparently. yeah. I guess no one wants to know. Moving on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> tell me more about Borderlands. What'd you think of it? Uh, I think it's another one of those trailers like that. I feel like tells me it can go one of two ways totally (laughs) wildly either it's going to be really fun or it's Mm going to be absolutely horrible and i don't think there's really like a middle ground and it kind of seems like a cop-out but i feel like yeah well i mean a little bit yeah yeah i'm leaning more towards the bad side if i'm being honest just on a track record of things but there's I, i think there was some glimmers of hope that it could be fun uh kevin hart's definitely weird in it but i'll give him a chance yeah I I don't know. I'm like, I don't recall the game enough to know like whether or not it's going to be like good. Like I, it, it seems like it has the fun, the theme, yep. the uh, whimsicalness of it. And I'm like, you know what? As long as it has like the theme and overall, like it was stays true to the story of the game. I feel like, I don't know. We'll see. It, it From a non piece, it just needs to be fun. Like D&D. Yep, I I feel like it could be D and don't know if it will be. Yeah, could be D and D or it could be Madam Web. Madam Web. <laughs> I still have not watched that movie. Yeah, I like I thought about. I I have no interest now, I and mean, I'm like I feel like I should watch it just so it could be a part. But it's like Morbius for me. Like I just don't care about Sony. Yeah, like I, I mean, don't care about. That, people are saying Morbius is a better movie to watch. So, oh God. Yeah, we'll just do a Morbius review instead it's of Madden Web, baby. It's Morbid. <laughs> All right, we're transitioning. Right, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot on what you were learning out. I wanted to show off my uh, new collection. Oh, okay. I got uh, the new Pokemon Pinal. It's here. We got oh. Grookey. We also got Wulu, which I actually really like this one. I don't know why. It reminds me of that. That sheep thing from Power World that I see getting chopped it, up. They the stole it. <laughs> Fucking stole it. Even though this is basically just a sheep. Like, I don't yeah. care. You stole it. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite, I really like him, Luxray. Oh, yeah. Always had a little soft spot for Luxray. Fan of the I, feel like every, I feel like everybody has a soft spot. Like, saying, like, Luxray is one of my favorite Pokemons from Gen 4. Like, no shit. Everybody loves Luxray. Mm. You know, it's like saying you like Lucario. Right. You know? That's very true. Like, 
I love Lucario. Like, yeah, everyone loves Lucario. Like, yeah, he's dope. All right, let's get into it. Avatar. Ah, Netflix. <laughs> Avatar. And I I kind of want to rant a little bit. Can I rant a little bit? Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. Please, please. No, 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 no. You can you can jump in a little bit, but I okay. I feel like in order to give my opinion and how I feel about the Netflix Avatar series, I have to tell you why I love the original. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel okay. like I, I, it's I, important. And we have a whole episode. Yeah, yeah. We have a whole episode to talk about this. I know, but the, one of the reasons why I really love the original series is because it's a bright show. It's a, it's this like fun show about adventures, but like in the background, it's really this traumatic, dark world where Aang is like kind of like our eyes. Aang is us. Aang was born in a time of peace. We're talking about fucking movies in our like free time. Like we're in a time of peace right now. It might be short lived, <laughs> but we're in a time <laughs> we're in a time of peace. Like Ang, like we're in a sense Ang. Ang wakes up in this world that's like maddening, but he doesn't know that, right? He wakes up and he just wants to have fun. He wants to play. He wants to. Mm. Go ride on a koi fish. He wants to go play with the penguins. He wants to slide down a hill. Mm-hmm. But like Aang, us, the audience, through time, realize how fucked this world is and how interesting mm-hmm. this world is. At the same time, we learn how great and interesting this different world, the different four nations, um, mm-hmm. all these interesting places like Omashu, Kiyoshi, Kiyoshi Island. And we just through this like three seasons of a show we learned so much about these world the characters the mm. our main characters culture the, of the world the culture everything and we see it through ang's eyes and we I, one of the reasons why i really love the show the original animated show because these characters that we when we meet them we don't meet them like how we see them now after mm. we watch the show we see them through different light for example, mm-hmm. Sokka, he's just kind of this nincompoot who thinks he's this tough, you know, protector, but he's not. He's just still a kid. And mm-hmm. he's very misogynistic. He's very, it's like, oh, he's very much his tribe. Like, women do not waterbend. Women are, you know, caregivers. That's it. He learns, mm-hmm. right? Ang, he's this kid who realizes that he has to grow up. He has a responsibility. He has a destiny. And in time, he sees how much the world needs him. And he grows up. Katara, mm. same thing. Uh, Zuko, you realize that he's, at first, you're like, oh, he's just this, this bad, evil kid. He's like the opposite of the Avatar. But through the series and the show, you realize, Context. nah. Mm. Yeah, like, he's actually a really compassionate guy who just wants the love of his father. Mm-hmm. And you sad. learn throughout it um and like you take these side characters right you think boomy and originally you're like oh he's a crazy old ruler like no he's just a guy who likes to fuck with people mm-hmm. um yeah or what's what's the moon girl name I forget, yeah ua ua yep i could see it spelling but i'm like i'm, th- I'm saying yeah for some reason <laughs> ua right at first you think of her as like this you know not this noble who doesn't have much to give but like you realize how in a moment of like an episode, you realize that she's ready to sacrifice herself in a moment. Um, mm. 
Iroh's like the biggest character where you see him like Sokka, you think of like the Nikapoop, you think of like this non-serious man who, you know, it just wants to relax, doesn't really care. But you realize throughout the show that this isn't like a man who doesn't take things seriously. This is a man who's been humbled, mm-hmm. who found peace through being humbled, by who found peace through losing everything. Mm-hmm. And you realize how tough and how manly he actually is and how compassionate he is and how he is there. Like, mm-hmm. you see, you take this show, you have all these bright kids show adventures. And I liken this almost to adventure time like i feel like this is nickelodeon's adventure time before adventure time and not to say necessarily like this show isn't like as great as adventure time i think it's better just in a serialized way mm-hmm. but more than the best of, like you have this dark twisted tragic world but you're not telling a dark twisted tragic story you're telling a story mm-hmm. about hope and Absolutely. through nuance through subtle brilliant brilliant writing you see the darkness that this world has Mm -hmm. and that's why i love avatar the animated series which brings me to the netflix show i told i talked to alex before we started and i told him one thing my like one summary and i think we're on the same page Uh they took all the fun out (laughs) yeah a little bit all the, my, all the joy and like the happiness and the and the like the fun things that made it you know whimsical and enjoyment they just like skipped over all that oh a little bit and not necessarily like to a t and i want people to realize like i don't hate the show i don't no. hate the netflix adaptation at all i think there's a lot of good things to like about this show i think if you're not a really big fan of the original series you'd probably like the show I think so, yeah. And I think there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I like this show. This like this is exactly what I want for Avatar. And I'm like, and like for me after watching it, I'm like, I'm I'm frustrated because it's like mm-hmm. I understand why people like it, but I'm like, I love like the original show, and I also am a huge fan of Korra. Like the writer, like the writing's brilliant. And I think the biggest weakness of the Netflix Avatar show is the writing is not brilliant. I don't even know if it's good. Yeah. I think it's kind of just it's it's mid and a lot of times it's it's god awful like the the dialogue itself oh yeah yeah i would agree with that um i uh i just have one metaphor that i want to use for it it's like if someone took the marshall mathers lp eminem's second album you could say first album too either or right and if you listen to eminem the first like the first two albums and you listen to it you realize that it's a mixture of like this funny like whimsical rapping dude who also has very serious subject matter mm. i i aken the netflix avatar show as like a rock band like a heavy metal rock band it's like you know what? we're gonna recreate eminem's first album but instead of like doing it song per song it's just like we're gonna take we're just gonna make eight songs we're just gonna take the cool parts of all the other songs and put it together and just like do it in a really heavy rock way 
and it's just going to be heavy metal the entire way through. Some people might absolutely love that album, but the original yeah. fans of like the Eminem album are going to be like, "Ooh, you uh, it's it's a you missed the point." Yeah, kind of. Like that's yeah. you uh, you did it in a way, but like it's not it's not the original. And I hate the fact that I'm have to comparing it to the original because a lot of people are just compared to its own self. But I'm like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I yeah. can take it away. But I'll, I'm doing my best here. Have you watched the One Piece live action adaptation yet? That's the first thing I watched. That you did watch it? Yes. Okay, because like what I was gonna, what I was thinking is like that show took like thirty episodes, of fifty the anime, fifty episodes 50. of the anime, fifty, and we're 50, able I think to con- and we're 56. able to condense it down into this like eight hour show that really worked and still hit all the important beats and still like felt like you were meeting the characters and everything and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This show took a show that was like half that and made it feel yeah. like it should have been twice as long. Yeah, I mean, I will say this for One Piece, the actual show, like the live action show, and the animated too. I feel like One Piece is one of those, like, you know when you take like a play sword and you go with it and it stretches out really far ways? I feel like One Piece, the show, the anime show, like, is built like that, where it's just, it stretches the story, and it's really well done. But oh, it stretches it in a way that you can like compact it together and you can actually like it works to do a live action because like you can put it together and tell the stories in other ways that make it still work. And most like you can mostly get there. Yeah. One piece isn't one piece isn't really filler, but it's like there's a lot of things oh, you mean, can cut out. It's an anime, yeah. I mean it's based off of a chapter a week or whatever. But yeah, that being said, I mean, they didn't have to, I don't know, it didn't have to be the whole first book in eight episodes if yeah. that was the case. It didn't well, have to be this rushed. I mean, that was like the main problem with the movie that came out. Obviously, the movie was terrible, but like the biggest complaint awesome. was that they're trying to fit a whole, you know, big, long saga into this short mm-hmm. movie. I mean, yeah, a whole season one, a whole book one. Dude, I don't think two, two aside hours. from at the very end, do we even see Aang waterbend at all in this whole show? Oh, in the show? Uh no, yeah. he didn't. No, he didn't not, wor- not learn once. waterbending. They cut yeah, water bending out. Yeah, that's the whole point of book one. Is that <laughs> on his journey to learn waterbending? No, the whole point is to save the waterbenders from the firebenders who are there to, hit, to capture Aang. Yeah, yeah, that only came there because he's there. <laughs> yeah. I, that was like I one of those points when that. I realized. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I no, didn't, you didn't wow. realize that? Yeah, not to yeah. explain that out to me. Yeah. That that, I, that their logic doesn't even make sense now. It's a self that's why prophecy. I, that's why I was like, I told you, I'm like, I wanted to wait a little bit because I wanted to think about like this show, and that's when the thoughts that came to me like, wait a second. Aang had a prophecy to go there to save from the waterbenders, but they're there because Aang is there. So mm. if he was never there at all. And just took his time to have fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's a lot of things, a lot of little things like that. They just change that or like just cut out and it just seemed completely unnecessary to cut it out or change it. Well, let's let's talk about some of the things that they talked about beforehand and let's compare it. Right. Um, The big thing that they talk about is 
or I think the first like troubling sign was Sokka isn't going to be misogynistic in this. He's just automatically like he isn't going to be this uh, women suck attitude person. Mm. And we're kind of like, but that's that's the point of Sokka's character. That's his character arc. You mean he's not going to have character arc? And now we watched it and no. He, he wasn't going to have, have a character. Yeah, no character. I don't know if any of these characters really have a character arc. No, I mean they changed Aang's origin for no reason. They, that, I think that that's like what bothered me the most was that they I don't like, think they changed his origin. Well, they yeah, changed because instead his, uh... of instead of him choosing to run away on his own because he just like overhears them talking about him uh-huh. getting sent away, they tell him to leave, and I feel like oh. that makes a big difference. Ooh. Oh, I have a bigger, I have a great point. That leads to the point that you were talking about. And this is what, like, one of the things I realized, too, giving it a day thought before talking about it. Aang never makes a single choice on his own. This show takes literally all of Aang's agency. Think about yeah, it. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, he never, has, he never does any of the things that he does in the show where he, like, messes up to learn from himself. So he he's not even a, by all the avatars. He's not even a character in this show. Yeah. He is simply just a MacGuffin. He is yeah, a plot device. A conduit to the other avatars and power. Yeah. I I first realized this a couple of times. Like the first one, you know, Aang, leave, go away. He runs away and he, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't make that choice to run. He was told to run. Um, mm-hmm. On the Kiyoshi episode, right? He didn't fight them. Kiyoshi did. Yep. Kiyoshi took over after, after screaming at him and telling him how crappy he is. Yeah, on Amashu, right? Boomy, his his whole character thing changed, and that oh, kinda... they ruined that. Yeah, that that made me mad. He immediately um, recognized that he was Boomy. Immediately recognizes it, and then Boomy's just like, We're, "I'm going to be twisted for no reason." Yeah, and yeah. like in the show, they do it, but like it's like in more of a playful way. Like you knew Aang's not in danger. Where in this show, is like Boomy's like, "I'm going to fucking kill you," because you're mm-hmm. the Avatar. And you like you got to make a choice, and you know what the yeah, you're so mean to him. He made the choice, like either I die or you die. Make a choice, like you can only save one. And I'm like, why the fuck is this? Like, this isn't a great choice. And here's, but here's the worst of it all, right? It's not just the setup. How did he get away with that setup? What what was the conclusion to that? Um, you know, ultimatum. His friends who show up out of nowhere save him. Mm-hmm. Even though they were the ones in the show that were in danger, and the reason why he was fighting Boomy to begin with, it's because he covered him in like, crystal or whatever. Like, we're gonna save you. It's like, what? You don't even have to make this choice. You mm-hmm. gave us horrible setup, and you're like, yeah, we're not even gonna give him this choice. Um, and like the other ones too. You know, I'm trying to think of like all the ones. You know, um, he gives the only choice he really makes is he gives himself to the ocean spirit. But, like, mm. the one thing I really hate about it is, like, in the show, he, like, the, the spirits use him as wrath, right? But in this mm. show, he becomes wrath, and then, like, it's not Aang no more. They're like, oh, it's not Aang. I'm like, really? Like, you don't, like, Aang doesn't do shit. Mm-hmm. He, did, he, he is... did make one choice. I do remember. He did choose to save Zuko after yeah, Zuko yeah. In, the, in the blue mask part. Or the blue spirit. Yes, they he did. He did do to that. Save him. Yeah, and I will say that the mask episode is the best episode by far. 
Yeah, but we'll yeah. we'll save that. We'll we'll save it a little yeah. bit. But yeah, uh, Aang was disappointing in that aspect of it because they just made him a MacGuffin. And like going back to like what they talked about, it made you think like these these writers, these creators do not know. Like the biggest fear was they didn't know what makes Avatar great. They don't understand Avatar. And my question for you is: After watching this, do you do you feel differently? No, I, I, I don't. I don't. I think they did I a much better either. job than M Night Shyamalan. Yes, easily. Let me compare the two. Okay. Um, M Night Shyamalan's movie was basically M Night Shyamalan being like, "I can do better. I'm not going to try at all, but I'm going to do better because I'm M Night Shyamalan. I'm going to change things, and you know what? I'm going to make money off this movie." That's basically M. Night Shyamalan. He, he didn't care. He was going to call it Ong. He's going to make the white people good, you know, indigenous people, the bad guys. Like, he just made changes to make changes, and he didn't give a shit. Mm. The people on the show, they cared. They mm. cared a lot. The visual effects, amazing. I would, yeah, like, absolutely. Um, this is the, this is the part where I'm going to praise the show, because, like, there's yep. a lot of cool things. Like, this, do. um... The music, great. Anytime, like, the the Fire Nation is, like, up with, like, the music with the uh, ships, the troops, like, I got chills. I'm like, this Star Wars Empire, like, theme, like, that's the feeling Vibes. that I had. Vibes, yes. That's the word that I couldn't think of. Um, the performances were great. Aang, for the most part, like... For the for the felt... most part, I think the, the performances were good. There were a couple people that I was kind of like, eh. I think Sokka was amazing. Yeah. I think the main cast was good. Sokka Zuko I was good. Yes. Uh, I liked Iroh. Uh, I did too. Really, I just, it was more some of the like side characters, like the guy that played Boomy. I didn't really like that. I didn't mind Boomy. I mean, I hated yeah. the writing, but I didn't mind like his take that, on Boomy. I don't know. I'm pretty so sure it was like... Yeah, it was like somebody <laughs> in like prosthetics and stuff. Like, I guess it was supposed to be really old. Uh-oh. But I feel like they also did something weird with... Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Paku, I don't know something about him. He looked really oh, weird to me. Yeah, I don't know if he's wearing like a weird bald cap or something like that. But I, I see what you're it was saying. Like distracting. I don't think it was weird. I thought uh, Zhao was really good. Um, Fire Lord o- Ozai. I forget the yeah. actor who plays them, but I think like... he did good. But I do have a little gripe with that. I feel like in the show, they especially for like the first couple seasons, they kept the Fire Lord in the dark. And I, don't, oh, I think yeah. it really led to like this imposing this... power and like this threat and yeah, and, like this mystique and stuff like that, kind of keeping mm-hmm. him hidden. Like you don't even know what he looks like kind of thing. And then to just kind of outright do it right away, it just kind of took away a little bit of that from the Fire Lord. I get it because yeah. it's like a live action. You have an actual actor playing him and you want people to see his face, <sighs> but they could have at yeah. least like, you know, hinted a little bit, you know, waited an episode or two done a few like kind of from the back shots and stuff like that without showing his face or just straight flashbacks yeah just do flashbacks like him uh burning zuko's face like if they would have kept it at that but no they had to keep it like real time he's talking to azula azula's also being like the person behind zhao which i didn't really care for either yeah having azula i mean i kind of understand because it was kind of weird that she's just like randomly introduced in the second part of mm-hmm. the show but at the same time it makes sense because she doesn't really have a role in this first part of the story she, so really, she doesn't really doesn't here 
she didn't have to be there the entire time. Or the fact that like May and Ty were just in the background, just comment yeah. like they were just essentially like commentating Azula's like actions. Like what what are they doing here? <laughs> like yeah, it felt like they were definitely felt like they were put in there just to be in the show. Oh, um, like they had any purpose? No. I had a, I was going on a tangent and I forget exactly what the point of the whole tangent was. Like I was talking, I was talking good shit about the show. Oh yeah, I was talking about the the animators and I was comparing M Night Shyamalan to uh, Netflix. Oh yeah. Um, goddamn ADHD is getting sidetracked here. I blame the script. I don't. I uh, I didn't put it like a fancy outline or anything. I kind of just put a bunch of thoughts and I was like, oh, we'll just go with it. This is what we get. <laughs> It's what we get. Anyway, um, M. Night Shyamalan compared to Netflix Avatar. Like, M. Night Shyamalan didn't seem like he gave a shit. Maybe he did. It didn't seem like he did. These, like, the people who created the show, it feels like they cared, right? They got the performances mostly down. Um, visually, was very stylish. Like, they actually cared. Like, M. Night Shyamalan movie, like, four guys had to move a rock and it looked awful. This... Mm look great at most of the time the bending looked really cool Mm -hmm. like the fire bending all of it you know and also i feel like what they did is they took all the high part like the the best parts about book one and like one part one aspect of book two actually a few aspects if you count in zula and they're just like putting in a blender they went and then they took it out and then they poured it in the like eight cups like that's what it felt like they did they're like Mm -hmm. you want to make sure we get the best parts we're gonna put in the show. We're gonna make sure that people who watch Avatar like this show. I feel like they tried, and honestly, mm-hmm. I bravo to them for trying. However, it it doesn't seem like they understand what made Avatar great. Mm-hmm. It really does not feel like they did, because Avatar one was not Game of Thrones. Well, here's the here's another thing about the Game of Thrones because I was going to talk about that because they're talking about oh it has to be mature right it has to be Game yeah. of Thrones. It's like mm-hmm. goddamn like this show was already mature. Mm-hmm. It was just whimsical. It was a kid show. It had to be mature in like the fact that they're talking about genocide in a kid show. Mm-hmm. They're talking about misogynism in a kid show, racism in a kid show, mm-hmm. destroying cultures and like banishing people like. There's so much mature themes, and they had to tell it in a very nuanced and mature way. And this show's like, ha, we're gonna burn, them. we're gonna burn people immediately. We're mm-hmm. gonna show the deaths. They're gonna know, like it's gonna be Game of Thrones. It's like, but here's the thing: this show isn't Game of Thrones. They don't even understand Game of Thrones because mm. they're like, we're we're gonna make it for the Game of Thrones audience. Game of Thrones was great because it was slow. It was a slow-paced show that like methodically told its story. This show mm. isn't Game of Thrones. This show is Disney Star Wars. Yep, it is. Yeah, it's very fast-paced. Boom, boom, boom. It's in your face, go, go. one thing after another. Oh, the in-your-face stuff drive yeah. me nuts. Let me tell you exactly how I'm feeling, Brandon. I am underwhelmed. I. I'm angry. I am frustrated. And yeah, we're going to talk about our actions instead of just fucking doing the action. Like, yep. I wrote down because I thought this. Uh, Sapphire actually made a uh, post on this too. How 
Avatar the new series was a so is a soap opera. Okay. I could see that. And and I honestly felt like it was like a theater play because how often did like characters just show up out of nowhere and be like, haha, let me add to this dialogue. Yeah. And like I don't know. All right. Um should we talk about each episode and kind of break it down or should we just kind of go overall? Or do you want to go? Uh, I mean, we can kind of go over the episodes quick. Um, the best we can. I definitely don't remember specifically every episode what happened. In yes, this one. this is this is our fresh takes. Fresh takes. <laughs> Get your fresh takes here. Yeah. Literally to, just man. watched it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I know Sunday. I'm like, hey, we're we gonna review this. I watched half an episode. I'm like, all right, how about tomorrow? Yep. I. I wasn't ready because I like I didn't. There's so many people who like this show, and if you like the show, I'm sorry. I don't mean to ruin it for you. As a, Happy and, I, and like you. I said, I don't think it's a bad show. I I just don't think mm-hmm. it's what we wanted as big fans. I don't know. Well, I kind of want to talk about like how I would have done it too, because I think like I would have just split each season into two parts, eight yeah, episodes, I think eight it, episodes each. Or and, and just like go each... even longer than the show did instead of trying to yeah. make it longer because like it could have been so it... much longer. And like you could put two episodes together into like one major long episode or like blended it in or like cut some parts out of it. Like there's stuff to be cut that like didn't need to be part of the show. Just like one piece of the live action. You mm. could cut things. But the show tried to do so much to just blend it together. The world like, I feel like it for being, did. For being whatever just because they only went to a few places and just like we're instantly one place the next place the next place it made it feel like everything was just like in one place i honestly Except- just felt like i was on a roller co- avatar roller coaster ride and this is the best story they can come up with yeah like, yeah i would agree with that it's like just straight through well let's talk about it right we got the first episode ang which was actually written uh co-written by the creators of the animated series and they started out heavy, like with the genocide of the airbenders. Yeah. Right and into it, the, this isn't going to be your kid's avatar. Yeah. They definitely wanted to show that. I will say, as far as the kids um, aspect of it, my uh, my son was not interested in this show whatsoever. Yeah, I believe that. It made it very annoying to watch because he was constantly <laughs> just talking through and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I know it's not good, but, like, shut the fuck up so I can at least watch it. <laughs> I gotta pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I put it in the anime series, book two, he's just, like, glued. Doesn't say a word. It's like, all right, well, I I know where the kids stand. Yeah. I will <laughs> I will say Maven, though, she's she's she might be evil. She oh, yeah? laughs at every, every time something bad's happening, she's laughing her ass off. <laughs> I, I have a video of her laughing at like Daenerys Targaryen in like the last episode where they're like, "We're gonna march, march them down. We're gonna kill everyone," and she's going <laughs> like as a little baby. <laughs> but now, as like an eighteen monther, she's just like laughing at any like anytime people are flying because like the Fire Nation is just like killing them. She's like, <laughs> "I'm like, oh god, she's this chick. My daughter's evil." <laughs> she, <laughs> She laughs at the face of danger, or she laughs at the face of evil. 
I don't know if it's because like she's evil or she just like has no fear. I don't know. Anyway, the latter. Well, yeah. <laughs> as long as like she's loyal to her father, you know, <laughs> she rules. If she I takes over that. the world, I hope she's still loyal to me. <laughs> I just hope she's not Azula. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you're you're definitely not Ozai, so I don't think you need to worry about that. I would say I'm more Iroh. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. I actually I talked to Sapphire. I was like, you know, if I grow up my hair a little bit more, well, I think my beard's a good length, but if I grow up my hair a little bit more, can I be, uh, can I pull off Iroh next Halloween? She's just flat out, no. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't pull it off. I was like, well, don't kill my spirits that much. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, they start off with the, the massacre, the genocide of the airbenders. What was your thoughts of like this opening? Ah, it was chaotic. It was sometimes a little bit. I actually didn't hate it. I I was in. Yeah, I, I think it, that I was... honestly, it took me till like the second or third episode before I started to kind of be like, okay, I'm gonna actually watch this really and have some enjoyment. Yeah, I, it took me a little bit. The first episode was not it for me. I watched the first episode and I was like, ooh. I don't know if I like this, but I'm interested. Like, I, I want to watch more. Like, I don't know if I like it, but I want to watch more. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, I like the fact that they kind of dig deeper a little bit. They actually called, like, the village, like, a name. What was it? Wolfpack Cove or something? Wolf Cove? Oh, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Like they, they gave it a name, and I'm like, oh, it has a name now. I mean, that, that makes sense. That's cool. Um. Hmm. I like how Sokka actually like has his army. Like he actually has it like an importance to him. I do like that change. I also just like Sokka is probably my favorite performance. Like he was the one I actually like liked. Also, did you? Three, uh, I think he was the best. Did you? Uh, shout out to Donald here. Did you see, did you like my comment? Did you see I did. it? I didn't. I didn't understand it until I started watching. I was like, oh, I see it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Donald. You are Sokka. I know I've told you this before. You are Sokka. <laughs> like, almost to a T. And, like, you're more live-action Sokka than animated Sokka. But live-action Sokka, like, you you look like him. I'm pretty sure, because uh, we watched this show together, and you, I don't think you like the comparison. What were you saying? <laughs> I was just going to, uh, completely random, but apparently my ad blocker, while I'm on this website, has blocked uh, almost 1,200 things. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what keeps trying to pop up, but it keeps blocking it. Oh, I got nothing weird. Yeah, that's weird. Wait, what website weird. are you on podcast? Okay. <laughs> oh. All right, that's weird. Oh, yeah. I, we're good, uh, we're good. I, I just I just noticed that and I was like, that's a big number. <laughs> God damn, I, I got nothing. And this it's all just downloaded in my whole. Th- I don't know. It says, oh, okay. It says number of items blocked on this page twelve hundred. I just hit twelve hundred. Okay. Continue. Damn. Sorry, that was just random. <laughs> All right, I think this show lost me with Warriors. I think this is where the show in Kyoshi. Yeah, yeah. I was I was really bored. Yep. Like I think the only thing I really wanted like to know was does Sokka and Suki like do they fuck in this episode? Because like they were just like on top of each other the entire time, and I'm like, I feel like I'm more watching like a live action Avatar porn. Like yeah, the intro scene to it, then like 
don't know. Yeah, that I, was weird. It was weird how they switched like the dynamics. Like all of a sudden, instead of like Sokka being this kind of lovesick or you know hopeless mm-hmm. romantic, whatever, falling for all these girls, it's like the opposite. Like he also does, but like they just like immediately fall for him. I mean, in the show, like all these girls are like in the Sokka, but he still portrays as this like lovesick. Hopeless yeah, romantic. But still, yeah, but I mean, they're not like I mean, uh, Suki's not just like immediately falling all over him. You know, no the show and stuff like that, and neither is UA. I mean, they changed all that too, but we can get to that point. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I don't know. Warriors was fine. I, I will say, like the best part about the anime show was just the koi fish aspect of it. Mm. Like he's just there to ride a koi fish. Like I, that's egg. Like that's. Mm-hmm. I don't know I'm compared to the show. I thought it was interesting because they're just like on Kyoshi Island. They're like, no, you must. You can only stay here for two hours. We're hiding from the Fire Nation. I also thought it was interesting where like anytime he shows up to a temple, like it lights up. And that's how like Zuko knew that like the Avatar was there. I thought it was just a, an interesting dynamic they put in there. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't hate that, you know, concept or whatever of you know like them knowing that he was the avatar because how mm-hmm. else do you just i guess the only reason why other people just like take his word that he's the avatar is because he's an airbender i mean that's a pretty good word yeah yeah i mean you're not i wrong. mean it, all the airbenders are dead hey look i'm airbending like oh i'm the avatar uh i mean you, yeah, you're tracks. showing me something that's never been around for a hundred years and you're telling me something else that's not had been a hundred years like yeah, it tracks. So I think how the, did you go ahead. Or, huh? No, you go. You go. Uh how did you feel about him turning into Kyoshi and I don't, fighting your own? I don't hate it. But it, like what I what I hate about it is it wasn't Aang completely. Yeah. Like I, I, I like, thought it was an interesting idea at the time. Like when it like when it first happened during the episode, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool and kind of interesting." But then as it like went on and like nothing else kind of happened, it was like, "Oh, that was kind of like his supposed highlight." Almost, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they uh, they took the aspect of like the term Avatar too seriously, and and the fact of like you know, in animators like show, it's like, "Hey, you're the master of all four elements." But in the Netflix show, it's like, you're an avatar. Other people play as you. Mm. Like, it's that version of Avatar, you know? Kyoshi plays him. The ocean spirit plays as him. These other avatars yeah. play as him. He's never just Aang. He even tries to get uh, Kurok or whatever to fight Take over at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so it's just like, I don't know. I don't hate it in a vacuum but like as a whole i'm like i just hate i don't think the writers realize they kind of just killed ang's agency altogether yeah like he's plot not an actual character yep i would would all right let's talk about a mashu yeah i uh there's a they they crammed a lot in this episode too much too much like they they put in Jet. They put yeah. in uh, Abed. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like I like highlight Danny Putty. Show. Highlight of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the performance, but I, the whole time I'm like, look, it's Abed. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he's somehow definitely hard to take him out of that character. And like I'm like, man, it's just Abed and like the um space time continu- I forget what it's called, the orange tape thing. But like I don't think Abed would write this bad of a story. No, nah, he would he would show straight respect to Avatar. No, he would write something even better. If anything, like he yeah. would add season four. Um <laughs> I don't mind his performance. I just kept thinking Abed the entire time. Um yep. There was just so much to this whole episode. And then they did Into the Dark where he found Boomy. And then um, there was the tunnel scene, which is book two, not even book one. That is also that, that is book two, isn't it? Yeah, I was so confused by that. I was like, man, I like vividly remember this, but I don't remember watching it in like the first season. Also, the stop tunnel, clicking on your microphone, thing. man. I'm not clicking on my microphone, am I? Oh, I'm hearing click, 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 click. And you're giving me a... Uh, existential dread from the fact that the D episodes that we do i don't think uh, i'm not using that microphone i don't think i'm clicking anything oh i see i feel maybe i'm just clicking myself nope it's my silences this is weird never mind moving on <laughs> wow. i can only hear it i'm going crazy <laughs> it's okay uh, i just yeah, hear click I, click click and i'm pretty sure it's just my sinuses popping every time i'm talking yeah yep, I don't, I, the mic's not lighting up so all right cool um yeah into the dark the uh the love tunnel with like the badger moles they are uh that's book two that's a book two story that they shoved in here like there wasn't already enough going on also i just thought it was like i don't know just the fact that they like split the characters i thought it was just like you're you're four episodes in you're splitting the characters to do things that like i don't even know what they were doing in the tunnel like they were trying to save ang yeah i don't know i i was pretty confused by that part the the part with jet was like super rushed and they just like kind of all came to the conclusion together immediately that he was a bad guy yeah that was weird instead of yeah instead of like kind of them not trusting Sokka, instead of like learning the lesson that they need to trust each other and kind of learn to rely on each other i got captured right away right yeah yeah i don't know then, did that lead into the into june right then because that whole part was kind of weird no i think that was spirited away was that okay oh yeah no that was mask that was a mask okay oh it all just kind of jumbled together in my head already oh and as far as uh uh the guy i can't even remember their name but the guy that uh abed played that was supposed Mm -hmm. to be like at the southern air temple or whatever right northern air temple yeah northern and like that was a whole big like arc thing and stuff and i didn't yep. even like when i was watching it the first time i was like this feels like it's supposed to be that but i was like there's no way this is that because this is they're not there. it is it was it was and they're like oh it's, a, it's over, an airbender I, yeah and when it was over i was like uh yeah that was i like that part in the show i did too and like it was just kind of like uh hey he's a bad guy no i'm not a bad guy i'm just doing this because i'm being threatened and they're like oh okay yeah yeah instead of like the reveal and like don't yeah. even fight the fire nation like that was a big fight and stuff like that that they had over that part to protect just... the air temple yeah it was just there and then um then we're getting the spirited away we moved to i don't remember this episode that off like this much i, I will say the spirit 
um Hebei was attacking a village so they were just like hey we gotta go to the part and like we gotta go into the spirit world and like hey we're all in the spirit world it's like cool but not cool they got stolen away because they're all doing flashbacks of their families and how they cared like it was just like this whole episode was just exposition yeah ko the the face dealer and and then they didn't even like use the really cool like idea behind ko that they had in the show was just like you can't show any emotion or anything like that that he steals yeah and they didn't even like use that part at all they just like kind of completely ignored it he was like the spirit all all sorts of faces at him yeah and the spirit all was there too and it's like like you were in the desert what are you doing here i think he does make an appearance if i remember correctly but like he doesn't say anything i will say the uh, co is actually really like was like visually speaking was dope like it was a yeah, really oh, cool to see. Like it was like yeah. horrifying. I was like, "Oh, this is uh Yeah, visually, the show was great. Oh yeah. I will say Mask is probably the best episode though. Almost yeah. by far. Like I like how they took um I forget exactly what they connected, but they connected the fact that like Zuko's father and like the oh, the change. The uh the big change where like the platoon that he was sticking up for and like why he got the mark on his scar oh, like yeah. that's the platoon that follows him that that's like the best part of that's the yeah. best writing they did in the show that's the yeah, best I change so by far I, I hazard, i'd hazard to say that zuko <laughs> is the only one that has any sort of an arc in this show yeah very much he's like mm-hmm. the arc sock i can't yeah, even say sock i has say that he's like yeah you could almost even say that he's more of a main character than than ang is in this show I mean, we see a lot of them. Yeah, Zuko's more probably the main character. Aang is just the MacGuffin everyone's chasing. Yeah, like I want. I wish it wasn't the the truth, but it is. Like that's that's how that's Aang in the show. I yeah, but Mask. I do. I do think this this episode is pretty good. Just I like the fact that they took like, hey, I have to save my friends in the spirit world, and now I got captured by June. And now, like, Zuko's like, ah, shoot. Ah, that's my ticket. I'm going to go save my ticket. And I I don't know how I feel about the fact that they, like, longed out their talking. But I kind of do like it in the same way. They're like, Aang and Zuko actually have, like, a longer conversation. Yeah. But I also you feel like the animated show. More of Zuko. Yeah. I will say, though, the animated show, I feel like, just does it, like, enough where you get the point across like ang is just being this like nice kid like hey do you think we could have been friends and then zuko does the shoot and you know you're like oh you understand where they're at and that that's it like you don't need anymore where the show is like we're gonna go really deep into our emotions Mm. and like i don't i don't mind it i don't mind when shows do like they go deeper but i feel like if they have to go deeper you have to add more to it rather than because it feels like filler. Like, a lot of this dialogue feels like filler. Yeah. I would agree with that. Another show that I was comparing this to was The Last of Us. And the reason why I was comparing it to The Last of Us, and I, if I remember correctly, you haven't watched that show yet, right? No, I have not watched it yet. Um, Because, like, in The Last of Us Part 1, it's all about this journey across the country, right? Mm. Avatar is literally the same thing it's an adventure across literally across the globe yep north pole or south pole to the north pole and what i liked about the last of us was like when it added pieces to it 
when it added or changed the story, it always felt like it was for the betterment, right? We're going to make these villains get a little bit more side story. We understand where they're coming from, right? Uh, Mm. Frank, Bill and Frank, two characters that were mostly just there to provide um, gameplay mechanics. That's basically Bill's story. We're going to change that. We're going to tell this beautiful side story about, you know, their love through the apocalypse. Like it just like they added really thoughtful and great stories. And like, I look at this show, very similar setup, you know, they're taking a huge long hours, hours of content and shrinking into eight episodes. I think last of us was nine episodes or is it eight? I think it was nine. And it just like that show did it so well. Whereas this show, like it was just, it felt mush and it didn't feel like the, what it added wasn't like for the betterment, even mm. though I was interested and intrigued. Like I'm not rushing to go watch those parts again. Whereas like yeah. last of us, the show, my favorite parts about that show were the parts were that is new, like the new mm. elements they add to that show is my, some of my favorite parts of that show. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. Like with the first time when he did turn into Kyoshi or whatever, I was like, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some new ideas, some different things." But then, yeah, it ended up being more of a detriment than an actual benefit to the yeah. show. And, and I also like to point out, the first book is what twenty episodes or something like that. Yep, I think so. That's only like, yeah, that's only like seven and a half hours or something like that. Trying to do math in my head. You get well, twenty minute episodes, three in an hour. So you divide twenty by three, it's like seven. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's really like the same amount of time. And I understand well, live action is different than not live action. I mean, pretty close to the mm-hmm. same amount of time. Maybe not exactly if you count the little bits here or there that they cut, but they definitely could have fit in. I don't know. They could have made better use of their time. I agree. All right, let's talk about the last two episodes and we'll, we'll kind of get into we'll get into like a wrap up. Okay. So the North and Legends, kind of like two episodes. I don't mind the last two episodes. I think like these are I think the last three episodes are like the best three episodes in this whole show. I would agree with that. After watching the second to last episode, I was definitely as the most interested I was throughout the whole show. And Just I think for the most I think for the most part, like it's pretty good. Like uh, Katara's waterbending at the end was like, yeah, yeah, I'm for it. Yeah. Learning about the North and the culture. Like it was cool to see visually when this show is like relying on its visuals to tell the story. It's pretty good. Like I'm interested. Why, why, why couldn't they have done the same like storyline or whatever with Paku instead of just having him just decide like, you know what? Okay. I'll train you. Why couldn't they have just added that little extra bit in? <sighs> Like that, I, that's, those are the things that bother me because, like, why couldn't you have just added that? It adds so I, much more to like the culture and like learning from the mistakes of the past. Uh-huh. I don't know, it's like they took the lessons out, like all of these yeah. like, lessons that people learn and like the big, uh-huh. like, ultimate things. All of those stories are just like cut away, like, that was extra and unnecessary. I okay, there is a moment in here that, like, if any Republican would watch it, they'd be like, oh, it's it, it, Avatar gone woke. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it for this specific part, but the part where they're like fighting each other and Katara's like, I'm going to go even the odds. And then he goes, she goes to Paku is like, let us help. Let us like, we can help you. And he's like, what do you mean? We, and you turn around and like, you see like 
30 or 40 like women just staring at him all in a line during a fucking war in a battle and you mm-hmm. see like the somber music in the background and i'm like what the fuck is this like i have like i was like the, i'm like i was mad i'm like yep. you took the original like, story Abitu- was so good like the original like that story like that arc it was so perfect to explain and also like for him to learn and change his mind realizing that he lost you know the love of his life and stuff just because of these outdated thoughts the necklace like yeah she's wearing it and he doesn't say anything to it and like the whole i was just mad and i'm like you know what this is how like those people like oh you gone woke like moment like i felt that rage almost but i wasn't mad because it's like oh they're shoving in my face it's like man this whole show is about like you know it's like a feministic like show yeah, yeah well, it's like yeah inclusive that's like a better word for it but mm-hmm. i'm like man they do it so horribly and so in your face that it's just like it's atrocious especially since like the original story is so it had such yeah and it had such like such simple like good ideas that they could have just used like there's no reason they needed to not use yeah. that story or like how like right. ua was like I broke off my marriage. At yeah. Age of instead 16. of, instead of having that, you know, kind of still, will they, won't they kind of more yeah. confusing, you know, like it can have be complicated, you know, it's, it's like this show was like trying to not make Gen Z mad. Mm. Like they were trying not to get canceled. Like, Oh, like we can't have our characters be this way. But like, you don't understand the point. Like this whole show is about like the change for the betterment and being inclusive Mm. And like learn, like these characters learn these lessons, and like these are great life lessons. Yeah, and, and they're like, not just nah. them, like all the other people do too. Like, you know, like so many other people learn in this world as things go from them and stuff like that, and all of that is just taken away. I mean, we never. There's no John John. There's no none of that firebending mm. stuff either, which was a pretty big miss in my mind because I that was rip really John important. John. Yeah, rip really John important John. His story, I feel like. I don't know, all the stuff that made Aang so interesting and, like, you know, gave him an arc and stuff like that is just not in here. You know what also made me mad about uh, UA and that whole show? When uh, Mm. Zhao took out the moon. Also, I hate Zhao's part of it, too. Okay, I hate two things. Two things that I hate about the finale. Okay. Visually, I fucking love the finale. But the two things I hated. Zhao, he's like, I'm not going to kill the ocean spirit. I'm not a monster. I'm just going to kill the moon spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take away their bending. Like, I'm not going to take away their way of life. I'm going to take away their way of life. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, you don't even make sense. Like, you're, do, you're not a monster for not yeah. choosing monster option A. You're going to be like, I'm going to choose monster option B because it's, like, less worse. It's like, no. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's something like, that doesn't even need to be said. Like, you know. All, all he needed to do was take out the moon because then they couldn't yeah. water bend against him. Like, there was no reason for it to be like at that point, they're already helpless. So, why even like consider the idea of getting rid of all the water in the world? Like, you what know, are you gonna you know, do? You know what? I also hated though, UA's whole arc because, like, in the show, you know, they kill the moon and UA's just like, oh, I gotta do the thing. Yeah, you know, I gotta do the thing I was But she knew. To do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she like said it. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'll have to, whatever for the moon at some point." It's just like, but in the sh- fucking like, 
in this version, Aang's just like, I'm going to sacrifice myself and I'm going to become the ocean spirit. And then like, as he is doing this, she's like, oh yeah, I can, I can sacrifice myself too. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, your sacrifice feels kind of cheap. You couldn't do that before, (laughs) you know, the guy who's supposed to save the fucking world like makes the sacrifice the sacrifice he shouldn't be making like Mm. his only choice throughout this entire show other than saving zuko is to you know essentially give up his role as avatar and like oh like this is like do you guys understand avatar it feels like you don't understand avatar Mm -hmm. albert kim i don't think you understand avatar i'm I'm sorry (laughs) i just don't oh i think he's seen the show at least Okay, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of fan favorite stuff they just threw in, like the yeah. cabbage guy. Yeah, 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 we did get him. My, my cabbages. <laughs> like, I think we got it. it was I, pretty, I think we got it twice. Yeah, it was pretty good. I will say it was overkill. With like Zuko, <laughs> he's going like my cabbages, and like they're on fire. I'm like, oof, that's yeah. a little, just a little <laughs> overkill. Like yeah. Aang just crashed into his cart. Zuko fucking over burned his life. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about how we would do it. You want to go first, or should I? Uh, hey, I'll go first. Uh, okay. I think uh, it it needs to be longer. If yeah. in this format, I think that's the first thing. Um, because you really gotta. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's what one of the things that Game of Thrones like did the best was really like selling the size of the world and kind of like mm-hmm. what it means to go from one side of the world to another, you know, yeah. like, especially back then when you don't have planes or trains and stuff like that, you know, like it's Before a legit saga. Six. Yeah. You know, there is, yeah, exactly. There's legit traveling and like a whole world out there to explore. And I think making sure you're hitting all these different places and having things just, it'd be expensive you know, because you really got to, everything's got to be very different looking and have its own style and stuff like that to really sell the bigness and the vastness of the world. Mm-hmm. And then also really just trying to, I don't know, character driven, you know, not yeah. not plot driven, not, you know, not, not, not save not the got. Northern Water Tribe driven. Yeah. No, just I got character it. driven. It's Aang's journey to figure out what he needs to do and realize mm-hmm. his role in this world is to save it. He f- he figured it out through character agency, not a mm. prophecy told to him. That and essentially a bunch of past avatars screaming at him, telling him that <laughs> you ran away. Yeah, get your shit together. Like yeah. I'm a fucking kid, guys. Leave me the yeah. fuck alone. They even talk <laughs> about it. I mean, in the show, they did in this show too. I think that normally they don't tell an avatar that they're an avatar until they're like 16 or something like that. Because yeah, being a kid is no time to be the avatar. Like you're not, no for the most part. You can't accept that responsibility. You don't understand what that means, you mm-hmm. know? So, but like in the animated show, he had no choice. Like mm-hmm. Sozin's comment was coming. He needed to do it in three months. You yep. had three months to fight the baddest, meanest guy in the world and save the world from utter genocide. Mm-hmm. Like, you had to do that. Yep, and then instead of facing his destiny, he ran away. And that's what yep. kicks off his whole journey. And in this show, instead of that arc, that whole point of him accepting his destiny and, you know, 
It's just him getting yelled at and told what to do the whole time and told that he has to do this. There's yeah. no acceptance on his part. So this is how I would do it. I actually really like the cast. Keep the cast. I like yeah, for the most, for part, the most part. No real complaints. Maybe maybe a better Aang. Maybe. I don't think I hate this. I like, it, I think it's always um, going to be tough to find someone to play Aang because he's just yeah. so young. And it's hard Agreed. for kid actors to really nail yeah. a lot of that stuff. To be, I don't think Maybe, that the guy that played Aang did bad. I, I, don't, I don't think, think so either. To work with. That, yeah, that's fair. Keep the performances. Keep the visuals. Keep the, the music. All of it's great. Mm-hmm. But instead of trying to do book one in one season, you do book one in two seasons. You, yep. make, the, uh, you make the spirit world with Hey, is it Hey Bay or Hey Bye? Hey, bye. I think so. Yeah. Yep. Hey, bye. You make him the the finale. Him going to the spirit one. world. Yeah, mm. like that's the finale of season one. Mm. And I know people are like, "Oh, well, that's underwhelming." It kind of is, but like you have to tell the story in a very. And maybe you switch yeah. it up a little bit. Maybe you uh, throw was never some... about the end. You know, it was never about the the end journey. It was all it was about the journey along the way you know it's very much it's about the, the end journey it's, yeah. about... it's never about it's never about what's at the end of the journey it's never about the finale you don't watch avatar to see him kick mm-hmm. ozai's ass you watch it for the journey and all the adventures and the craziness that happens along yeah the way. and like the way i would do it is i would take each episode like i would do the first episode that'd be like the first you know First episode, intro episode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, episode two would be Kyoshi's Warriors, and I would elongate it and make it very much to the original. Like mm-hmm. these, you, you, maybe you show the the serious seriousness of this. It's not a kids show. You show it as like a more mature audience. It's your audience is is thirty year old men like you and I. I know you're not quite thirty yet, but like I am thirty. This. Are you 30? Oh, yeah, you did turn 30. Yeah. Happy 30th. Yeah, well, Way to join the 30s exactly. club. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were two years. I forget. I switch you and, uh, you and Donald's age sometimes because he's, I think, two years younger. Um, so, like, you could still tell a very mature story. You can make it not kid-like. You could but tell it's still a story it, about kids where kids are the yeah. main characters. And, like, and they're like the having fun. Thing. It's about mm-hmm. the hijinks. Kids have fun. Ang, yep. Ang's whole character is like he's a goofy guy. Like mm-hmm. even as an adult, when he's like this serious avatar figure in the world, this political figure, he's still fucking around. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Legend of Korra, so, and he he's fucking around. He's Ang. Like he's essentially boomy, but not boomy. Yeah, he's very much yeah, uh, free spirit. You know, a happy yeah. happy kid happy person so yeah I, I just feel like take each book split it into two seasons tell it slow you know build it over time you build the world you do it slowly you don't rush you don't try to like hey we have to get to the you know northern the northern water, water tribe yeah save the waterbender save the world type of thing like yeah i don't know if you know like, what i don't I even there. remember yeah <laughs> yeah the heroes uh, yep. I don't even know in the original show when when did they decide to go to the Northern Water Tribe for him from the beginning. Was from that the in beginning. Like the first episode that they decided? Yeah, that? but uh, I don't so know about first. Difference. Yeah, but there's a big difference between going there to learn waterbending and going there to save them. Like, as the the implications and like the journey 
instead of feeling like everything's rushed and they need to get there as soon as they can. You know, they're kind of, they're still in a rush because, you know, they still need to, obviously things are bad, but they don't quite know how bad still, you know, and they're, they they're making their, their way their there, time, especially in the, yeah, especially in the first book, you know, they're definitely, you know, make well, more stops and stuff than maybe they would have had to have. They don't even take their time. They, they go pretty much right there. Like I should, I don't know. I showed you the map. I don't know if you could see a clear picture of it, but like they, they, there's a map with that's very, very in depth of like where they go each season. Okay, and it's a pretty in depth. Like they go pretty much not like a straight line. They're kind of like zigzagging a little bit, but like they mm. make their way there. It's not like you know they fuck around a little bit. Like hey, we gotta ride the koi fish, but at the same time, like it's part of the world building. It's part of the yeah. And, and like even in book two and book three, they still they didn't necessarily take their time, but they had to go place to place to place. Mm. So, all right, let's uh, let's let's start wrapping up. Let's get into the ratings, MVPs. We're making that a thing. Okay, we'll start. We'll start with ratings. What do you give the show? What's the rating of the show? Uh, I have another an- another cop out. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a bad show. I really don't. I know we talked a lot mm-hmm. of crap about it, but I don't think it's bad. It's just not no. as good. And when you're talking about something that's like almost perfection, to not be as good, it can still be pretty good. Four plus at least of a show. You talk about the animated series. Yeah, four plus. Four plus yeah, probably oh, yeah. at least. Yeah, I think yeah, we gave easily. book four. Uh, four plus. I think we both yeah, did. Four, four plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this. I think I think you could three plus. Oh, you're going three plus. Okay. Yeah, I think I I really think that people could have a lot of fun watching this show, especially if they're not like really big Avatar fans. And I'm trying to take it from that outside. If I'm being more critical, like if I was going for my rating as far as like what I would have wanted from this show, mm-hmm. probably closer down to a two. To be honest, I gave but it I a three minus. Okay. Um, I want you to finish your thought, though. I don't mean yeah. to interject. No, you're good. Yeah, I I think overall, for like my personal rating, like two two plus. But I think for like a, a casual viewer, like just like an average person watching a show on Netflix, probably a three mm-hmm. plus. I think they probably have fun with it. I will say, if anyone asks me, like, "Hey, I've never watched Avatar before. Should I watch the live action first, or should I just go into the animated series?" I'd be like, "You know what? Just do the animated series. Like, I don't." I don't see a purpose. Yeah. Of the I would say I would say watch the live action one first if you're gonna watch both of them. So then you yeah. can really appreciate the animated series and how much better it is. <laughs> I I will say because like with one piece, I watched the live action like you did. I live I watched it first, the yeah. Anime. And I really love the live action and I'm hesitant to watch the live action now because I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna love it as much. But I will say most people who watch One Piece, they still love the live action as well. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna hold up. I I do. I I'm still nervous about it. I I'm curious what my thoughts were gonna be if I didn't watch Avatar before this. But here's the thing. I give it a three minus for the fact that the writing's not great. I don't even know if I could say it's good. There's good aspects to it, mm-hmm. but the writing to me, if the writing's not even good i don't think the show is good and that's where i'm at with the three minus i'm like i think everything else performance wise visually it looks great 
performances are good. There's aspects of the story that I actually enjoy and I enjoyed watching it. I like some of the background or the flashbacks, but the writing kills it for me. The writing just it's, makes it hard to watch and get into it. I had a hard time staying into it. There was a lot of times I found myself like drifting off. Yeah. Definitely. And that, and like, I don't drift off of like one piece. Nope. 500 episodes. I don't drift off of like other shows. That's kind of like my comment. Like if my ADHD can pay attention, you're a good show. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I had a hard time paying attention. So, and that, there are and that's not always, that suck me in. but there is. Yeah. But there's definitely times when I was just like, eh, I'm going to look at my phone for a few minutes. <laughs> a few. All right. Um, MVP. Who are we giving it to? Same guy I gave it to last time. You gave him the IRO? IRO. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I will say some one... of his his quotes weren't as great, but there was a no. couple. Uh, the one that you didn't say that I did like was uh, during the mask episode. Or the remind me. Uh, I had it up here. Something along the lines of sometimes you have to realize that like who the the mask you put on is who you actually are. Oh, and not, gotcha. And not uh, the other way around. Let's see. Do I still have Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I think uh, is that original? Like, I'm I don't curious think it's if from that's animated show. I don't think so. I think this is new. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do remember that scene. I didn't mind it. I was like, oh, yeah, there's some. I liked. I liked. I liked that line. Yeah, and. You know, I, I he's my spirit animal. I mean, Zuko I, will probably be my second. I have Sokka. I don't. I he's like MVP. Like I just thought he was the best performance. Like he was the character that like anytime he was on screen, I'm like, well, except when he was with Katara. I didn't like it when he was with Katara. Those two had no chemistry. Not um, really. Zuko is my second. I do have Iroh on here. I do like the guy who plays. Uh, Iro, he plays um, God, I always Fava. He does on. He's in Mandalorian. Oh, okay. He's uh, he's like one of the connecting characters in like Ahsoka and Mandalorian. So, and I like I like his character. I like the actor who plays uh, Iro. I didn't realize until afterwards that I was like, ooh, like they're the same guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I see what you're talking about now. All right. So I named Sokka number one. You have Iroh number two, number one. Number we one. both have yeah. Zuko, number, Zuko two. number two. Do we just do Zuko then? Is this how we're going to make yeah, this work? I, th- I think that's fair. I, I To be fair, Zuko is probably the better one, but I still pick Iroh. Yeah, we'll put Zuko there. He's MVP. I, I saw. I personally give it to Sokka, but I will. I will concede because I do think Zuko is the best character. I think he was our uh, book one MVP too, right? For the anime I th- series. I think so. I, I think yeah. Uh, overall, yeah. Uh, I think he and in this show, like I said, I think he's the only one with an actual arc. Yeah. <laughs> By default, Zuko is our MVP. <laughs> By defaults. All right. Um. The last little bit before we end this. Why do so many people love the show? Because there's a lot of people who are like, "I'm in it. I like it. I'm enjoying it." And I, I, well, I feel like I'm so polarizing by saying like ah, that writing, though. Yeah, you know what I think is a big part of it is that we've gotten a lot of like live action stuff. Um, mm. Even thinking about the One Piece show, 
the one piece like the cgi and stuff in one piece isn't yep. spectacular you know like visually like it, it's, it's yeah. passable and it's enjoyable and it's kind of like stylized in a way that makes it okay the directing that being is amazing said, yeah that being said the actual like cgi and stuff in it isn't that great and i think that this show sure. kind of put a That's new great. level on the visuals for a show like this for like a live action adaptation of something uh and i think that that is a big selling point for a lot of people is just that visually it looks really good all of the bending and stuff is really good mm-hmm. like uh the effects i mean at the end uh have ang as the water spirit uh it looks that really looked, good it looked amazing i it, will say it looked that, about i mean it looked yeah. about as good as you'd see it looked better than what you've seen in a lot of mcu stuff these days sadly yeah yeah and i think that's a big driving factor in it and just that it it looks really good it does it does look really really good i that was going to be if you didn't answer it so elegantly and so beautifully as you did i think i would have shaped or i would have uh explained it somewhat the same like Mm. visually people are going to be fascinated by the show Mm. and fast like visually i was entertained too I was yep. intrigued. Yeah, I was like, I, I wanted to see more CGI people. Yeah, credit to I, all the artists and everything because they did a good job. There was there was a lot of parts where I was like, I am not. I am uh, either infuriated by it or, um, like, God, oh, mesmerized. Dialogue's so wooden, and like, there's other parts. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm watching. I'm paying attention. Like, damn, yep. that guy just burned that guy alive. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> Like, yeah, it, it's kind of cool. So, all right. Any uh, final thoughts? Netflix Avatar. Uh, I have a, I have a final thought for you. Can okay. they second season? Can they fix it? Can they save it? Or is it just doomed now? Like, is there anything they could do in the second season that would? I mean, they could just fix it. write a good show and take their time. Yeah, but would that? But would that like <laughs> retroactively make the show better for you? Uh, I mean, if they completely or is, like the damage already the done, sh- like is the damage already done? Like, is this one already a write-off? Like, it's not going to be the Avatar show we were hoping it was going to be. Yeah, I, I that's yeah, that's and that's fine. I uh, I gave up on the show once the creators kind of gave up like left. It. Yeah, like once they left, I'm like, yeah, the show isn't gonna be what I'm hoping for, and that's okay because yeah, it comes out good in the first season. I bet it's gonna be pretty hype, and then it's just gonna kind of fall off at the end. Yeah, as people realize that the actual like writing and stuff isn't that great, and just watching fire and explosions and stuff starts to get boring. Yeah, we'll see. I um. They made a new like Avatar Studios. They're coming out with new movies, new animated shows. Like it's coming. It's a few. It's like a couple years out still, but it's coming. And honestly, like my Avatar fix. That's like that's what I'm looking forward to. The show. I'm hyping it up for the podcast for this episode. I was hyping it up for a long time, but like personally, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I my hype probably would have been really really low. Simply yeah. because I, I, don't even, I don't even know if I would have watched it, to be honest, after the first episode. <laughs> but you had to, and you did. Yeah, and I did. Do you, I, do you regret it? No, I don't. I don't think it, I, I don't regret either. watching something. I mean, 
Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the first movie, I regret every time I watch yeah, it. I'm like, see, it can't I've be that bad. It. Oh, how many times have you watched it? Like three times. I, I shut it off. <laughs> I shut it because I go into thinking like, it can't be that bad as I remember it, right? And then I turn it on. And I'm like, they're like, it's oh, worse. The loss. The last airbender i'm like fuck this shit i can't do it <laughs> like i'm too mad like, yeah. like it's a, it's one of those movies i can't even watch and make fun of it because i'm just pissed off the entire time yep. like if i want to be pissed off i'm going to throw the movie on like it's the only movie i'm like it's a one like i don't give movies one usually that movie's a one that movie's fucking trash like it's awful of a movie there is absolutely no redeeming factor of that movie and yeah, every time i try to watch it i just get pissed off and i shut it off angrily because i am so mad at it and i don't mm-hmm. feel that strongly about most things which the final point of the show it's not actually bad no yeah, writing i think that that is a good point it's not the writing it's not the writing sometimes is bad but sometimes it's pretty good. The acting sometimes isn't as great. Yeah, the acting also sometimes is pretty bad. Yeah, Sometimes I mean, the visual effects are actually pretty bad, too. There's moments, visual effects, the water bending scenes where they're like, splash. Yeah. It's like, oh. This it doesn't really just feel like splash. it would Yeah, did it doesn't take... have an impact. I did notice did they just that. Take a, did they just take a super soaker and went, and like, that was the visual effects? Because sometimes it, it feels that way. And I think we might be ending because Brandon just disappeared. So thank you, everybody. We're leaving at that. The water effects go pew pew with the little water gun. All right. I hope Brandon comes on so we can debrief. But otherwise, I'm going to say goodbye to you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. This is your host, Jake Sherbing. And we don't, we don't evolve. We just level up. And I'm out.